0: Welcome to the Student Ministry Field Guide podcast with your host, Weston Blaha, author of Student Ministry Field Guide, Debunking the Big Kid Label.
1: On today's episode, we have a special guest, Ethan Ultramary, who's going to discuss youth worship and leading worship in a rural context. Welcome to the Student Ministry Field Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Weston Blaha, and I'm joined today by Ethan Ultramary, um, the associate pastor at Indianola First United Methodist Church. And so Ethan is known for, he's a wonderful worship leader. He's got amazing talents. Um, We're going to talk about some of those things today. So Ethan, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. Let me get started by asking you this. So give me a little bit of your, your history. How long you've been playing music? How long you've been working with teenagers, um, and what kind of led you to where you are today doing what you're doing at um, Indianola First Nine Methodist?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, y- you know, music has been a part of my life um, from about four years old. I started taking piano lessons, and um, music was really kind of how I found out my call to ministry. It was a youth band at St. John's in Greenwood. Um, my youth minister asked me to play a keyboard, and um, he's really the one that taught me more towards the modern worship and understanding you know how does how, what is a chord, how does a chords work and how can I play with a band and make it actually sound good um, so you know that was really what got me into the church. I've been playing music since since then i'm twenty three now so whatever I do music, not math, so whatever that math is <laughs> how many years that is so um I've been doing that and then accepted a call to ministry when I was coming out of high school um, and actually worked at the church that I, I grew up in for a while and Um, and then moved to Indianola and started working there. So very good. Um, music has been a part of life from a long time. Yeah. Very good. I,
1: so I started playing, I have a, it was the most embarrassing probably moment of my life, but I'd been playing guitar for like six weeks and our youth director (laughs) left. Yeah. And literally the youth group turned around and went, well, Weston plays guitar. Now
0: Weston does <laughs> Isn't doesn't that sing. lovely when that like, happens. that's not yeah. yeah.
1: So so I went from being a guy who knew four chords barely uh-huh. to the person leading worship for my youth group, um, trying to sing horrifically. It is not good. And, and it was it was so embarrassing. And so I finally found someone who could sing, you know, and stuck them with me. And but it forced me to get a lot better. A yeah. lot quicker. well, than that's I how
0: was. it started with me. I, I started with just keyboard and um, playing piano, and then our lead singer was out. He was sick, and we had we were all practicing. I actually remember it was like on Easter Sunday. I don't know why we were practicing on Easter Sunday, but that <laughs> afternoon we came back up to the church, and um, my my youth minister at the time, you know, said, "Ethan, why don't you just sing?" because he's because he's out today. And I was like, "You want me sing? You know, no, no. Ethan plays piano. I don't. Right. Ethan doesn't sing. Yeah, I'm back here. Yeah, I want to say that's right. So I did it, and then you know, that's John was like. Oh, oh wow! Like, okay, you you can kind of you can kind of do this thing. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> but he had faith, and I, right. I sounded awful. And you know, just learning and being able to grow in that too. Um, but really, I mean, everything with my life started in a youth band. You know, that's really that's awesome. where it all started. So it's, it's it's a cool thing to look back and see. That's very good. And
1: I, not, that's a good question to kind of start with. So it, so I one of the things I hear a lot of people ask is, you know, we don't have musicians, um, or we do have not very good musicians <laughs> and, and our youth don't really sing. And so if you were giving advice to someone, cause I, I, I'm the same boat. I, I, now I'm not as, as accomplished as you as a musician. I, I don't lead well cause I can't sing. Um, I can put some pieces together, but I, I've not been real successful at just building a band. Yeah. Um, so if you were going to give advice to someone who is struggling to figure out how to worship in their youth group without using like YouTube videos, that's their only yeah. means. Yeah. Um, what would you do? What would you suggest?
0: You know, it's a, It's a challenge, first of all. Um, And and the the first thing that I would say to anybody is just start somewhere, you know, because the thing with with music is nobody, very rarely do we meet prodigies. You know, nobody's a prodigy. That's right. Um, We all just kind of get by and we play music and it's all really, and what I've told our current youth minister that I'm working with, um, you know, it's really about hearts, you know, and it's about a heart of worship and and understanding, you know, this is something that we need as a as a youth group. You know, how much how much deeper could we go that's if right. we were if we were worshiping before we mm-hmm. heard the message or after we play games? You know, it just right. brings okay. music is such a universal thing that it doesn't matter. You know, what race you are, what language you yeah. speak. I mean, music is music. That's right. And um, so, getting started right. is is hard, um, and it's not it's not an easy task. But you just got to start because mm-hmm. that's I, I hear so many people talk about it and say, you know, well, we're going to do this. We're going to try to do this, do this. But they never just do it. Take the step. And take the step, and you may fail, and that's right. fine. You know, take, yeah. take the first step. And what I've seen work really, really well is to put someone who is just excited. They may not have the talent. Mm-hmm. They may not be the best. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but, yeah. they, but they're excited about it, you yeah. know, and that's something that they're willing to do. And you just literally, it's one-on-one discipleship mm-hmm. and, and walking through and and really form that's what that's why I am where I am. Okay. It's because somebody took a chance on me. And he's like, okay, he hits a he hits a wrong chord every three chords, but <laughs> but you know, let's let's give him some time. That's you right. Know? Um, so really, it's one on one discipleship of saying, you know, I believe that you can do this, mm. and and saying I will walk with you through this. And you know, knowing a little bit of music, and and the thing with it, it's not it's not that hard. I mean, you. I learned, a lot of people learn from YouTube. You that's They're right. watching YouTube videos. Yeah. And right. Um, and actually, there's a story of a friend of mine that went to a church that never played music in her life. And she got hired as a youth director. And there's a youth praise band that's been there for years. It's like a staple part of that church. And she found out she was being appointed to that church as a youth minister. And literally, the six weeks from the time she learned she was being appointed there to the time she started, she learned how to play guitar. That's amazing. So And, she, <laughs> and she's like, I'm not good. I'm not good at all, (laughs) but I I know four chords and I can put a capo on a guitar. There you go. So she, at least she can be with the kids and like, you know, so that's good. Biggest thing is just start, just start somewhere and you find the people who are excited and and just do it, Mm -hmm. you know, just
1: do it. it, it, Yeah. I I think you nailed that. There's so much, you, you are discipling leaders when you're putting a, a band together. I mean, they are, they will be the people leading in the group. And it's not just about music. That's right. There's so much more you're developing there, you know, and that and, and it allows I've learned that the, the students who come through our youth bands, um, they don't just lead in the band.
0: Mm. They yeah, learn because they
1: just take a role of like, well, now I'm a leader. It changes the, what, what they show up to. They're more consistent to other things like it puts them in a position and gives them some ownership. And so that's a, that's a great start. Yeah. Empower them. Go. Get through the bumps and bruises because they're going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's excellent. And laugh
0: about them. And laugh, <laughs> laugh about, about them. them yeah, on the way. that's yeah. right.
1: And if someone out in the crowd laughs, see if they can do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. if they can do better. Come on, let's do this. Very good. That's that's good advice. I like that. Um, all right. So you you work in a very rural context. So 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 not urbanized. Not in the city. You're in the Mississippi Delta. Um, and so talk to me about singing in the Delta. Is that? Is it known for singing contemporary music? Are people comfortable <laughs> singing or, or are they not? Ha- Talk yeah. to me about that dynamic.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you know, the Delta is a, um, I've lived there my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, grew, born in Greenville, moved to Greenwood, lived in, grew up in Greenwood, went to college in Cleveland, now I live in Indianola. <laughs> so like I've made a triangle in in the Delta. I've been you. there the whole, my whole life. So I, I don't know anything different. Yeah. Um, so understanding you know, the Delta is such an odd place when it comes to music, when it comes to the arts, when it comes to anything that's not sports, mm. you know, and nothing wrong with sports. And yeah. it's such a beautiful thing and, and learning so many things. But I, I remember my mom um, taking piano lessons and I got to that point where everything was just embarrassing. You know, I, I don't know what <laughs> age that was, but it was it was basically all of my junior high. That's right. I was um, it's years. like 12-ish. Yeah. yeah, like everything's embarrassing that's no matter right. what it is. And I remember it, I got made fun of for going piano lessons after school. And so I went home. and said, "Mom, I want to quit. I want to. I, I want to join the football team or, or whatever. You the know, sport whatever. Team. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever." <laughs> and, and I was like, "I want to do something because I, I don't feel cool." Yeah. And yeah. Um, she looked at me and she said, "Ethan, you know, you, when you're 85 years old, you're still going to be playing piano. You know, your friends around you, they're not going to be playing football. That's right." And it was like, you know, if you want to play football, that's fine, but you're not quitting piano. <laughs> you're not quitting piano. And good for her. So and and, she, and you know she's I I credit to her is why I did not that's let right. peer pressure stop me from that. But Very good. in the Delta and and a lot of rural areas, music is not music is not something that is a normal part of school curriculum, but also a normal part of in contemporary worship is not a part of normal like worship services. Yeah. You know, um, so you're, you're you're building on something that's really you're starting new. Yeah. Um, so. I would say it definitely has challenges um, but it's also a beautiful place because in rural areas nobody knows anything different so you're School. building something from scratch yeah and it's just it's just a beautiful thing to be able to bring kids in and say you know let's let's try this together let's figure this out um let's figure this out together you know none of us have ever done this so let's That's figure right. it out um and it, it's just always being it ends up being so beautiful um so like it's it's a challenge and I think definitely in school systems where the arts are not a priority, mm-hmm. um, just because everybody is sports, sports, sports. Yeah. Um, and again, nothing wrong with that. It's just how the culture is that's right. from in the Delta and in rural, most rural communities too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to overcome that and say, well, okay, well let's do something different. Let's, yeah. I'm not telling you quit sports, that's right. like,
1: let's add, something let's add to something this. to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. So uh,
1: yeah, that's, uh, um, yeah. The idea of it, it I'm a big lo- longevity fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a big fan of ministering in a context that you feel you can stay for a long time. Yeah. Um, because I think, you know, it, what i watched through COVID were people who weren't real established really struggled yeah. and people who had been there for a long time. They basically rode their capital that they had made built up over years. They rode it through and they, their groups picked up pretty easily after that. Um, and, and so do you, do you feel that, you know, it's tough to walk in as the new guy and start contemporary worship in a traditional, you know, setting, whereas if you have the years and the background, the experience, people are more willing to trust you and be led by you to something a little new that's, that feels new to them.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I had, when I moved to Indianola, I had uh, one of the people there, to, you know, this is such a Delta thing, like you're <laughs> just going so, to laugh so hard. He said, I'm going to come pick you up at your house, pull it up in this big old f-250 truck and we just <laughs> went and he, he took us to all these turn rows and we just rode up and down the <laughs> turn. you know such a that's delta it, that's turn. right yeah and he told me who lives here whose cousin is this who's you know all, all <laughs> the things and he told me he said you know son I, I you, you gotta earn your right to speak here mm-hmm. I was like when you move in and you're new um and definitely in this town you gotta you gotta earn your right to speak mm-hmm. and I took that like first of all that kind of made me mad mm-hmm. I was like that's just such a mean thing to say to someone who's, they hired me to I was a this 21 yeah. year old, you know, coming <laughs> in. I was like, on, why, why, why would you do that to me? Yeah. Um, but the more and more, I I think about it. Um, the word earn your right to speak. Mm. Maybe that's not the best way to say it. It's, you know, you earn the trust of those around us. Right. Um, so in mm. my context, I came in to thank God where something was already there. Um, you Good. know, modern yeah. worship was already being created, and that was a that was something that was there already. Yeah. Um, churches that have traditional worship, and that's their only form of worship, I, your kids are probably your kids probably don't know mm. modern that, worship. That's right, because um, that's not something that is definitely in rural areas. That's not something that is mm. big. You know, so coming in with patience is a big deal. Yeah, but also coming in and saying you know. I love what you do, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but let's, can we try something else? Yeah. Can we add an addition? Can we do That's blended right. worship? There you go. You know, let's, sing, let's sing a hymn, but change it a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe add a new praise an song. acoustic in. up there yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it takes a lot of patience coming in as someone who, who is fluent in modern worship to go into a traditional setting. It, yeah. It's just a lot of patience. And it's like, you know, you have to realize, I mean, this is what they've known their whole life. Yeah. You know, yeah. if somebody, and it's the same thing as thinking, you know, if you were at a church with modern worship, and somebody came and said, no, we're getting rid of modern worship, we're going to do traditional. Hmm. Like, how would that make you feel? Yeah. You know, so you have to be able to think about that, but also earn the trust of the people to say, you know, just, just follow me. Just trust me. Yeah. You know, just like, just, just trust what the, trust, trust the process. That's right. Know? Trust the process. Trust the process like and let the Lord do what the Lord does Very and just good. see how beautiful it is. Yeah. Um, so. Awesome.
1: All right. So do this. So you are. Tell me what your role is with M28. You are, I know, I know
0: you're more than actively involved,
1: right? Uh, you married in. Yeah, married in. I, yeah, I uh, married yeah. in. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, yeah. So, I, you know, titles, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the title <laughs> is. Um, I would probably say administrator would probably be a good, okay. a good, a good word. Um, you know, help with worship, help with um, registration and signups and kind of the creativity behind themes and and, and building that kind of thing. Um, and really just serve wherever whatever needs to be done kind of thing um so camp administrator i guess you could call okay. it right. or etc period would probably be a better etc ambassador you know. <laughs> CEO, yeah yeah so it's, it's a blessing it's
1: tell a me blessing. tell me what makes m28 unique like why if, if someone listening to this is looking for a summer camp yeah one summer why should they look at m28
0: yeah um so i'm saying m28 was the first camp i really went to um because i've been to a couple of different camps and um, the difference with N28 and that I've seen in other camps is just how like it's almost like we're a family. Mm. I mean you go in and we have max 400 per camp yeah. born and kids and adults. So it stays um, intimate. So it stays intimate. Good. Um, but it's also the production is really well done. Yeah. So like it's you, you get you get good production, you get well done speaking, well done worship. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still have that, you know, that intimate. That's right. Uh, part of it. And another thing that's really cool is we pour into leaders just as much as we pour into the students. Yeah. Um, so while the students are at D groups and discipleship groups, is what we call them, um, the adults are in a D group. Fair so adults like get, that. you know, adults get training and yeah.
1: relationships. And and, and
0: also experience. just talking about, you know, what are, what, what are some highs and lows from your year? Where do you feel like you've you've succeeded? Where do you feel like you failed? Are you frustrated? You know, and, and you know, talk through all those things that and most of us are and, and <laughs> yeah. and frustrated well, with something. And, and yeah. a lot of times you don't get you don't get the freedom to be able to talk about that right. with other people yeah, that are good. in the trenches with you. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that was the intimate side of it, and and just being able to it just feels so real. Everything is just it just feels so authentic, um, but also pouring into both youth and adults. Like that's mm-hmm. such a such awesome. a beautiful thing
1: so how, if someone wants to go to m28 how would they find yeah, it what's absolutely.
0: website how would they look at yeah up? um so registration is open yeah um and it's at m28camps.com yeah. um, all the information is there or um you can you can contact me too and we can talk through it and yeah. um it's, it's 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 such a beautiful opportunity it's very affordable um really it's not a lot you've got to get them there yeah. that's really the very that's good. really you know you get them there and and we're going to do the rest. Uh, and um, and that's but, what I've heard. I've heard, yeah. it's, I heard it really is. a. It's, it's
1: easy on leaders. It's yeah. a wonderful experience. And yeah. I've I, never heard bad things about I, it. Our but.
0: hope is when leaders leave, like they're like, I, I got poured into it. Recharged. You know, yeah. I got recharged Instead just as so much as the kids. That's yeah. right. Um, now, sleeping, I don't know about it. Mean, there's not a lot of that. You're
1: not physically recharged. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just spiritually yeah, and emotionally.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's good. That's fair. All right, so one
1: more thing. So you have a... A side hustle that I think churches <laughs> need to know about, because because churches are notorious for being ripped off in this <laughs> yeah, area. So, yeah. talk to me about your how you kind of got started your side hustle, and yeah. tell me tell me what
0: you do. Yeah, so I um I've always been very interested in technology and sound and and video, and lighting, and all that kind of stuff, all the the, the geeky stuff in the background that makes worship happen. <laughs> um, I've always been really, really interested in that, and um, so when I was at a, when the first church I ever started working at, um, the church that really took a chance on me, you know, That's right. <laughs> um, I remember we needed a new sound system, so I called a friend that has a company, a huge company, and come in and get a quote. We got multiple quotes, and you know, it was somewhere around 30,000 or so, and um, they came in and did it, and nobody batted an eye. Yeah. You know, like that's you know that's a normal, normal, a normal price for it. Yeah. yeah. So we brought them in, and they did a fantastic job. I mean, stellar, stellar stuff. And like, sound was completely different. Oh, it was worth every penny. Yeah. You know. Um, so then, about two years later, fast forward, I went to college for audio engineering technology. <laughs> so I went and actually went through the learning, the ins and outs of mm-hmm. audio and the, the engineering behind audio, the science behind yeah. behind sound, and. Um, started doing some stuff on the side installing some small churches and stuff like that. And I got a call from a church that literally the exact same model as the church I served in, um, same height of ceiling, same, the only thing different was the color of the carpet. I mean, seriously. Um, so I got a call like, Oh, this will be easy. I'll just put the exact same system in that we got when we upgraded ours at the church. And so I was thinking, you know, it's going to be about 30. I even told him that when I went, I said, it's gonna be right up right around 30,000, you know, so I went home. took pictures, measured the room, <laughs> and did all the things. Um, got home and started writing it out, and I kept getting like twelve thousand dollars. And I was like, <laughs> "What am I missing? <laughs> you know, what in the world am I doing wrong?" And I mean, I re- reworked it over yeah. and over. I'm not good at math. I think I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> so I like I'm reworking. I have other people checking behind right. like, me. Like this can't I'm be like, right. Wh- what yeah. am I doing wrong? Like where is the um where where is the you know ten thousand bucks or right. so? Where's it's it going? Like yeah. where is it? Where wh- what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Um, so I called the company that I got to do the original install and I was like, look, you got 30, I got 12. Mm -hmm. Like, can you help me understand what I'm doing wrong? And they're like, that's the cost of business. (laughs) And I was like, you're telling me like, that's how much we paid you to just show up for one day, install the system and then leave. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, how does that make you feel? And yeah. he's like, I mean, brother, he's like, brother, that's business, you know? And it's immediately, the going rate. Yeah, it immediately, yeah, it is. It, it seriously People is. People pay it. That's the going rate. And, and yep. that's, and that's, that's business. Yep. And it, in my s- spirit, I was like, that really troubled me. But in my mind, I was like, you know, that's, that's normal. That's business. Mm-hmm. So I, at that point I was like, okay, I want to make a mission to help churches get their production, their sound, their lighting, their video, their tech to a, such a stellar level, but mm-hmm. at a price that's reasonable, at a price that's not breaking the bank, that's not higher than all of your pastoral staff salary. Right. I mean, like something that is, you're going to be proud of at the end of, yep. but you still pay, you pay what it's worth, mm-hmm. what is truly that's right. worth. And so we started, I got a couple of friends involved and we started going to do churches and um, do a flat rate. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and and something really affordable. And I, I always say, without even coming to the church, I'm like, I bet you I can beat any quote by 30%. Right. Yeah, And, like, it's just because I know for a fact I'm taking off the—and I'm not blaming them. They have to make a living. That's right. You know? yeah. I'm not talking bad because they do, do a great job. Yeah. Um, but we just—this is something we try to do on the side to help churches mm. and aid in their mission. Um, because you, know, you should have good— good production that's right i mean it just makes yeah. it makes worship so much more enjoyable when you're not having to hear mics cutting in and out and <laughs> feedback and right. your lights won't turn on when you turn on the switch and <laughs> and your projector keeps going to keeps <laughs> on the, the blue screen Overheating and, and all around. that yeah. yeah so yeah it, you know that that shouldn't be a problem mm. that shouldn't be a problem we have so much there's so much good technology out there that's so affordable that's right and that should not be a problem with churches even small rural churches you know yeah. you'd be surprised what it would cost to do a complete install um and how affordable it yeah. is that's good. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a big fan
1: of finding people who have a heart for ministry, mm. who do things on the side because they don't, they don't look at everything like trying to scrape every dime yeah. that they can get away yeah. with. You know, it's, it's, there's a different mindset. Yeah. And, um, and so I find that people who are working in the ministry field are much more willing to appreciate the, the you know, what churches spend anyways, yeah. where money can go for the kingdom mm. beyond you lining your pocket more than you yeah. maybe should. Yeah. Or you feel comfortable with. Um and look, that's part of you know, well, I love Phil Joel, you know, yeah. You know, yeah absolutely, like, I, I mean, absolutely these are bands that guys yeah. who have hit the peak of the yeah. world as far as their field goes. And they're cheaper, you know, just because they're like, Man, I don't need to be paid twenty thousand dollars to come sing well, for it's a their kids. Like, heart. you know, you know that's right. His the heart yeah. they have the heart for ministry, they want to serve and help the church. Yeah, absolutely. And, um and so I love that you're doing that. And that, that that's um that's a wonderful thing. And I you know, that, to the people listening to the podcast, I this is who I'm calling because we're about to redo the top of <laughs> ours. And so um, you're my guy, you know, yeah. so I'm going to call you, and have you come out and look at it. And because yeah. um, uh, I know what the other people charge, and I, I guarantee you can do it cheaper. So, 30%. Um, I, I 30, guarantee. At least the number is 30%. Yeah, I
0: guarantee. <laughs> That's
1: it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful.
0: Yeah, and we enjoy it too. It's, yeah. it's such a beautiful That's thing right. going through the process and walking with the people in the church mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, training and walking through and you know, laughing. We have fun together. That's I mean, right. Like we, we inst- yeah. I, usually I, I ask for people to be there with us to help us there install. You so you learn how everything's going. I That's important, you know, too, knowing
1: how it all hooks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a big thing because, you know, we had a company do the bottom, and they did, a, like said, wonderful job. I mean, yeah. they are they're, they're known around the state as being terrific at what they do. Yeah. They did a great job with it. But I don't really know how it's hooked yeah. up. Like, well, I there's a digital hooked. snake. Yeah, if something got, got cut, got. like,
0: oh, goodness. Yeah, like, we, we don't, don't really do? know yeah. how
1: it, you know, was feeding through and the that system. that shouldn't be a problem. So, that shouldn't yeah. be a problem.
0: And so. all these companies, they're great, and yep. they do great you job. Work. And I, I recommend If there's something that's over what we can handle, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm the first one to recommend there them. Um, but there's just most of the time, most of the time, you can save a lot of money um, just doing it, you know, doing it in-house, you know. I like it. All right, Ethan, so tell me, if people need a, a system
1: restall, you know, in, install, <laughs> audio yeah. install, light, video, how do they contact you Yeah, um, to um, get get on your radar?
0: Yeah, Um I have a website um, and also a Facebook page. Facebook's probably the best way. Okay. Um, and, you know, you can probably get my number from, from anywhere on those two places and there just give go. me a call or a text and we'll figure something out, so...
1: Awesome. Ethan, thanks for being with me today. Absolutely. Thank I really you. appreciate it.
0: I think it's a lot of wisdom, a lot of value.
1: And so and I think we help a lot of people with talk today, um, kind of figure some things out. So um, that's it for the Student Ministry Field Guide episode today. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out www.westinblaha.com. And be sure to get your own copy of Student Ministry Guild Guide, Debunking the Big Kid Label in Kindle or paperback at www.amazon.com.